1: Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 219, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Now, my co-host today is one of my favorite people. It's Anna Crafty Pierce. She's my beloved daughter. Anna. welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. Glad to be here. And I want to mention Home Instead, our sponsors. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted, senior home care services in your loved ones. Yep, their home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you. And your family's needs, and we are so grateful for them. They've been a, a devoted sponsor for our shows, and we just want to really be, you know, let them know we appreciate that all that they do for us and for the people that they care for. Now, Anna, we're titling this episode Father's Day fabulous. But I understand you wouldn't
2: give me a hint, but I, I'm almost afraid to ask. You, so we think so much alike. We, you know, we didn't talk about what we we're going to talk about today. You just told me the topics, and I started thinking about it. So here's the, the title I came up with for this episode, Delightful Dad's Day.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, that is so And you so know funny. why. Yes, I do. I sure do. <laughs> Are you going to tell our listening friends? Because this is like a family story, and it's
2: not my, <laughs> so, it's not my story to tell. <laughs> you know how sometimes you what's the term everybody uses? Oh, self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. And sometimes that's that, has, that phrase has kind of a negative connotation in some ways. But then sometimes those when you when you embrace something positive, the same thing can happen. And because God is good. And yeah. so my sweet husband, he had his mom worked hard when he was a toddler. Oh yes. uh, There were I some see. things that were challenging about when he was little. He had lots of ear infections. He he talked a lot, which you never know now because he's such a thinker, but that's what she says. And so anytime a story is told about his childhood, if there's any, even a twinge of anything negative in the story, even, you know, it could be realistic, it could be factual, but any little, anything that feels a little negative, at the end, whoever's saw the story at the end, he always pipes up with, I was delightful. <laughs> I remember, and I call. I started calling that him that.
1: That's my nickname for
2: yes. him. He, and so then he is so you picked up on that when we were first married. That he always was self described. Of course, he doesn't remember his own childhood. He'll tell you that too. But he self describes <laughs> himself as a child as delightful. And so then you started calling him Mister Delightful, and 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 just anytime you could, you drop that in a sentence describing him.
0: Yeah. Well, then
2: because that word was in our vocabulary, when we had kids of our own. It was just the obvious thing to describe them as. My children are so incredibly delightful. It's so dear to me that that word was first used in our describe our family to describe their dad, and then it's so evident that that's who they are. So, of course, it's in our family. From now on, I'm just going to call it "Delightful Dad's Day." You know what? I I love that. I love that.
1: That's so cute. And And, it is true. I still say he he is delightful. And I call him that. I say, hi, delightful. I'm so glad you're here, you know, when he comes through the door.
2: It's so sweet because now that I'm a parent mom, I get it. That is, it's the most. I used to think that my husband was accidentally thoughtful when I was young and we first got married and I didn't get it. And now I just know that because he asked God, he wants to follow Jesus and he asked God for that that he's intuitive about the holy spirit. And so of course uh being a father, I mean like that's what god is, he delights in us. And now that I'm a parent, I get it. It's like the perfect word. And I to will describe tell you having children. <laughs> and you know how I feel about raising
1: boys. Raising a boy to manhood is such an endeavor. And yeah. really, his mom did such a great job, and his dad—they're just amazing people—and oh it a shows great in the lives of their sons. Mm-hmm. So they have fun, tons of very funny stories about those boys growing up. As most mothers who raise boys do have funny stories, and so that whenever we're ta- whenever we're hearing those stories, your husband always says, oh, "Well, I am delightful."
0: And I was delightful
1: as a child. (laughs) And anyway, it's even though he doesn't
2: remember his childhood.
1: Yeah, um, it's just part of his humor. But it is, it is funny. It is true that your kids are very just. We call it. They got their daddy's
2: genetics. We say Um, they have
1: happy feet, and they just are so happy and sweet. They just dance through the day when I see them. Even I mean, even they get grumpy, of course, but. When they need a nap. Okay, so speaking of Father's Day, for any moms out there that are going, okay, enough already, we want some ideas we can use. <laughs> I, wanted, I want to give people as much freedom as I can. I know that moms do feel compelled to do something special for their husband on Father's Day. One way I'm going to give you freedom is. I never really understood throughout the years when my children were little why my husband didn't get the fact that he needed to do something with them for me. Like I just didn't understand why that wasn't coming across to him. Cause certainly America's marketers are doing their best to convey that. <laughs> it's so true. And how every, can you miss in it? Every what store. Was like the jewelry it? Do, and the chocolate. How you, yeah. How do you miss the message? So today at lunch, I knew we were doing this episode today. And so I said to your dad, we were having lunch together and I said, Honey, what's your favorite Father's Day memory? And he paused and he thought about it for a long time. And then he shared something that so enlightened me. And, me- and actually, it kind of exposed my own sin, I got to tell you. But anyway, he goes, I-, I put it in quotes, Father's Day was never about me. It was always about the kids. That's what he said. So I don't even know what I did for him on Father's Day, but I'm sure I was trying to teach him what he should do for me on Mother's Day. <laughs> Obviously that was a wasted effort. I'm pretty sure we did picnics if because I love picnics anyway and your dad does too. And so that was always an inexpensive way well, to celebrate that' That's probably
2: what you did for him.
1: Yeah, probably so. And who knows what else, probably some handmade pictures and stuff. Now he does collect. So if you're I don't know if if you're listening in and you're married to a man who's like this and you're trying to think of something for him, my husband is what beyond 60 now. And he has little handmade, like one of my favorite things he has, that he still keeps on the, like he has this sitting out on the bathroom cabinet. We have to dust around this. But there's a little piece of wooden heart that that your granddad, he cut that out in his wood shop and then you painted it red and glued pom-poms on it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I I noticed it last time I was at your house and just laughed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know there's just, there's like half a dozen little things like that, that he's mm-hmm. kept all these years. And I'm he's sure those were Father's about Day them. gifts. Yes. Or valen- maybe Valentine's. I'm not sure. But anyway, he has kind of a little collection there in his special spot. And then in another part of the house, he has another little collection. And there's another place in the more public area where in the common, like the den. And every time we have kept me ever have to kind of clear off the little knickknacks that he's collected that you kids made for him and he always puts pictures up with them of like anytime he sees a picture in any of our stuff that is you kids as little ones he'll grab it next thing
2: i know it'll be stuck in a, a like be, i just, was gonna say it'll be taped somewhere
1: yeah it'll just be like yes. stuck on something else in the corner a of a
2: frame or a mirror yes, yeah he does that it's i'll, have so a, cute.
1: I'll have a beautiful painting and then i've got a family photo, just like a
2: three-by-five tape to I the it, you know? I have a theory about that, Mom. I think that you're actually saving money on, like, um, uh, counseling or something. Like, I think every time he sees those photos of us when we were little, it's like a little endorphin rush for him because it's associated with such sweet emotions and memories for him.
1: Well, I'm um, so glad you pointed that out because, to me, it looks like clutter, but... I know, I, me and, too, but I
2: think for Dad, it's a sweet, like it's a little, it, it triggers his heart and his happy chemistry, those memories.
1: Well, I, I love it that he does that. It's one of those things that you complain about. It's working. It, and, then, and then later, that's what you miss. So if, if he dies first, that'll be what I'm, well, I'll leave them all up.
2: I'm but, glad okay. Dad likes those little gifts we gave him. But you know what? My husband is so hard to buy gifts for. Yeah, and I, I was actually feeling guilty about Father's Day because, you know, he's given me sweet gifts for Mother's yeah, Day. Right. But but I noticed, I was thinking back about Father's Day, and I was like, okay, why have we been successful? What is it I'm I'm doing that I, like, I was trying to analyze, what are we doing that's working? Here's what I think it is. My kids are old enough now, as toddlers even, that I, I've started telling them on Father's Day, I've started telling them stories. And, um, and I'm already, of course, my whole life, because of you, I've been collecting quotes. But I collect quotes from Drew now, too, from my husband. And so on Father's Day, I'm telling them stories about their dad. Oh, I love that.
1: And and quotes. It's like a story day for stories about dad. That's a
2: great uh idea. As a way of honoring him and his parenting successes and his, his life successes.
1: Yes, I love that. That is brilliant. I mean, you could even record those for later when the kids are much older and have their own children. You could bring out those little video clips.
2: Of and what's really sharing cute stories. is... Yeah, I love that idea. We've been telling stories just kind of throughout the year because my son has started wanting bedtime now, stories that we make up. We only have a, about a minute left
1: on this this section. so
2: Okay. Well, he started begging for, like, repeats. My husband gets stuck oh. telling the same story three or four nights in a row at bedtime from his childhood.
1: Oh, oh I love that. <laughs> it's
2: really well,
1: sweet. I love the idea of catching that on video. Of course, I always do think that's a great idea. But it, it when you when your child grows up and is getting married or when they have their own children, those video clips really become valuable and special.
2: So Well and it doesn't have a to be your idea. husband. Yeah. If if yeah. you have a grandpa or an yeah. uncle or the significant men in your children's lives, you can tell stories about them and honor them, and then your kids know what to be looking for in the the male leadership and the people they're following.
1: Well, I love that for single moms, Anna. That's such and a great idea. And it those men. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more real practical kinds of things you can do with Father's Day. But that is a that's genius. We're gonna we're going to emphasize that when we come back. Right now, I need to remember to tell you, we did that Mother's Day clip, and we also have done uh, Surviving Spring Break and Staycations on the Cheap together. So those are all available at Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. And if you sign up for our blog, you'll get all this in an easy link. So it'll be easy for you to find. And I sure hope you do that. That would really help us, too, as we talk to publishers about some of the manuscripts we're producing. And we're we're just wanting to get a lot of messages out there. So stay tuned. We're talking truth with a Texas
0: twang right here. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return.
1: Y'all'll see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Chimbone Alley, the number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over in the ghost system. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom truth with a texas twang spoken here
0: my parents are getting older and i want to be there to help but sometimes i spend more time taking care of them than my own family it's starting to put pressure on my marriage and i feel like i'm ignoring my kids my parents need help i need help my
2: mom wants to stay at home but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore i've been taking care of her but I just want to be her daughter again I know mom feels the same way I'm not sure where to turn if you're struggling to care for your parents you're not alone home instead senior care can help with personalized service and a personal touch our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home home instead senior care to us it's personal Texas. Yeah.
0: We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and, and ponder now, in their hearts, where the truth bio, and Texas twang meet.
1: Welcome back. I'm talking to Anna Crafty Pierce, my daughter and one of my favorite co hosts ever with her sometimes her sister Ellen's on the show too and I love it. co-hosting with either of the girls. But Anna and I have done a bunch of stuff recently about raising creative kids. Anna, uh, you know and I do love to, to talk. I, I know. I love it when you're on the show that the numbers are crazy whenever you come on. And you know, we did that show with James Kemp and it was about being apprenticed by your dad as an artist but also as a person. And just and he all was just the, a dear th- man. I
2: really enjoyed and, uh, getting to talk to him.
1: And then how that grew into a legacy that James himself, so his dad was Tommy Kemp, this artist who did beautiful murals at Galilee Baptist Church where I attend and throughout East Texas. Right in the middle of segregation, this amazing African-American artist was doing these beautiful murals in churches. And then uh, he, his son, James Kemp came on the show and, talk to me about the legacy he has created, really. I mean, that wasn't his word. That was my word of impacting prisoners with art and also students in the Dallas Independent School District through chess clubs, playing chess. So those were amazing episodes. Anna and I just love talking to James. He's such an amazing man and an artist himself. But What uh, I loved... I I was just going to mention that those things had 17,000 downloads within a week and a half. So those are great episodes. I hope people will go find them if they're interested in either how a dad can apprentice the son or how generational legacy can begin to build in families.
2: Well, and it's encouraging because having Mr. Kemp on the show, you know, he talked about all the the kids that he'd had the honor of getting to impact their lives, which he's not related to any of those kids in the Dallas i s d who came to his chess the chess clubs, but that right. he was a man who stood in to love them well, and on Father's Day, you know in our world where families take so many different forms it's it's dear to me to mention that show that he was on, and the idea that that God is a good father to us even when we don't have an earthly father who's there for us
1: you know um, I think that's that's such a message of hope and encouragement. And, and another thing is I have a many single friends, and they all say the same thing and, and just grieve over the fact that there is not a man in their home, and they're always looking for male role models for their sons. And I have one friend who I thought was so wise, Sandra Beck. She did a show with us on single, being single and just being awesome. I can't remember what we titled it, but her name is B-E-C-K, Sandra Beck. She is this media guru out in California who's amazing. And she talked about how you can put boundaries around what you ask for from families so the dad can help you without feeling drained. And and I thought that was really great wisdom. So if you're single and you happen to be listening to this, please go back in our archives and find the episodes we did with Sandra and, and just give yourself that benefit and blessing of, of hearing her wisdom on that so that you can get the help you need from families around you who love you and want to help, but maybe can't adopt your child, but they, they want to, not that you would ever ask them to, but that you'd want to know that you're not imposing. And she gave some great advice on how to do that. And I also think on the other side of that flip side, Anna, what you're saying is so wise in the world we live in, no matter if we're single or married and Even if we have children now or we don't yet, it is so important to honor the good men in our
2: lives. They're out there. God puts them in our life for a reason. It it would be a shame to miss God's good hand in our world. But um, one of the things, speaking of being married, and you mentioned earlier my sweet in-laws and what an awesome team they are. And you and Dad were always a team in parenting. And one of the things I loved that I didn't get until I was a parent myself, you used to say that one of the most romantic things you and dad ever did together was be parents. Yeah, raise kids. And, uh, it, was, it was a challenge, yeah. but it was fun and, and yeah. amazing to us that we got and to do it. I just liked your perspective on it being romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's dear to me because it's hard work. And whether you're single or married or, you know, no matter who's involved in raising your kids, it's hard work, and the thought that it's romantic is just sweet. Um,
1: well, you know the, was, con- the context, and that is, uh, like I always say, we would get it, you know, they tell you to have date nights, that's important, and we would try that, and then we'd sit there and fight about you kids, <laughs> <laughs> Cause we wouldn't,
2: it'd be our first moment alone, and we'd have something we needed to work out, you know? And that's why I was thinking about, about your phrasing, because it is so much work, and and why would it be romantic if you're doing it by yourself? And I was thinking about why you would use the term romantic because that was just an off-the-cuff description you used in front of me. And I think it's because of all the shared things. And so if you can find someone to share some of it with, it's the same feeling. Like, mm-hmm. and I just made a list. But to me, the reason raising kids with my husband is romantic is because they're shared delight and they're shared sacrifices and they shared struggles and they shared prayers. Yeah. Well you're making so, a really good point. So I can share all those things with God and the truth is it's not romantic in the same sense, but I share all those things with you about my kids too. And so there's this this fellowship and this love that happens because my, because children exist. And and as a parent you just get to have a front row seat on all that and it's just so dear. So I appreciated the little quote I pulled from you that I'm in it. Speaking of hiding things, you know, in our hearts. And and um, and having a well as women and pondering things. I like the fact that you paralleled parenting with romance.
1: <laughs> well, to me, it's the beautiful creative process where we really are. It really uh, is. We're just taking after our own creative heavenly father who made us. And we get to procreate in a way that is um, uh, just a amazing blessing that he's given us. And and that isn't just about the physical part of it, although I, I'm grateful for the chance to give birth to you kids, but I also know adoptive parents who have the same yes. process of, of pouring into their children and seeing that creative aspect.
2: Come the same to delight, food. the same sacrifices, yeah. the same struggles, yeah. the same prayers. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. Uh, I
1: like that you bring that up about it being romantic, especially if you use that term romantic to mean intimate, love, and intimate unified, love. And, and oneness, and I use the word companionship, you Good. can have a lot of different companions involved in that process with you of that creative effort to raise children. I'm so grateful to be invited into the process with my grandchildren as you kids allow me time I'm- with them. So, and of married
2: people, when you're exhausted because raising kids is so hard and you just don't right. have time for what the world says is romantic, you don't have time for chocolate and wine and candlelight because you're so tired. Right. The, the daily things can be romantic because it's this great, incredible endeavor you're doing together.
1: It's so beautiful, isn't it? And what I hope you share that with a husband if you're listening in. But if you don't, I don't want you to be discouraged because you can share that with a lot of different people. And by the yeah, way, I, Anna, I don't want to forget to mention, I found the name. It's Single and Strong, How to Be Your Family's Cham- Champion with Sandra nice. Beck. Doesn't that fit her? That's and so then perfect. She and I talked about divorce as well. Single and Strong, When Enough is Enough with Sandra Beck. Wow and she answered some of those questions and and I loved it that she was so open especially given how successful she is in life and how many people's lives she impacts with all her skill sets she's raising yeah. two fabulous men young men and her has her father excuse me lives in their home with them and so she is a beautiful picture of what the sandwich generation can look like not that it's easy But to be so victorious (laughs) is really a beautiful thing. And she shares a lot of that in her story. So you have to scroll really far back to find those. But if you're single, I I want you to be strong, and I want you to find those messages from Sandra Beck. Um, That will just encourage you as we approach Father's Day. I know it will. Okay, so Ana, quickly, just give me a couple of ideas. of little. I know we talked about crafts on the Mother's Day program. You gave us a great idea for that. For Father's Day, maybe they don't want a art project that's a piece of paper with some coloring on it. Do you have one quick gift idea for a mom that might be on the bike and she's about to finish her 30 minutes on the bike?
2: <laughs> no, I <laughs> cannot think of anything. Okay. I have in questions. our household, it, it my husband would so prefer to hear me telling a story about him or, <laughs> or he just he just would prefer that he doesn't necessarily want you know, he'd prefer for us to say keep the money in the account than buy him some little gift. And you know, Gary <laughs> so that, Chapman, that's a better gift to him.
1: Gary Chapman wrote that great book on love I, languages. And your oh, husband I, may not have the same love language as mine or honest. So okay. that is a great recommendation on a book. I for take your it husband. back.
2: For uh-huh. someone who he's a self described, he would he would laugh and agree with me. He describes himself as a penny pinching fool. I say he manages our money wisely, but you know. Um, what I did last year with my son, and this was for my husband's birthday. Is before, like two weeks beforehand, I mentioned to him, Do you want to buy your dad a present? Oh. And he said yes. I said, Okay, that means you need to earn money. Two minutes and we Anna, talked wrap about quick. we talked about money, and so he spent a week earning coins. Oh. and then what was so cute is he didn't want to buy anything with him, he just wanted to give his dad the money. Oh, that it was is so cute. So cute. And of course it totally spoke to my husband. My son instinctively knew what would speak to him. <gasps> I love that.
1: Well, I don't. I, I hope some of these ideas will inspire you if you're listening in looking for a good idea. I like painted rocks. I just think they're cool. Yes. I mean, you you don't have to keep them. You can hide them for someone else to find, which I think is a fun thing to do as a family. So if you're looking for a quick idea, there's one for you, not to mention the watercolor idea Ana suggested in the other episode called Mother's Day Marvelous. So any any other ideas you have if you want to share them with us we will we will believe me pass them on the next time we're together co-hosting a an episode on cre- raising creative kids for now we have to say goodbye i hope you have a wonderful father's day whatever your circumstances are i want you to know you have a father in heaven who loves you very much and he designed you for creativity And he designed you to be an influence for pure good in your world. And he designed you for companionship with him. And so that's the father you have. And that's the father you can share with your children. We want to thank you for joining us. Remember, we speak truth with the Texas twang here. And you can find more at KathyCrafty.com. And I hope you sign up for our blog. And if you do, we'll send you the links every week, just once a week. We won't pester you. So, thank you for being with us, and we look forward to the next chance to share more good ideas and pass them along.
0: Thank you for joining us today, where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. i